Hey there. You're listening to the Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Chris Payne. I'm your host. Just heard a little bit of music from Jane. She's an up-and-coming French pop artist, and she's our guest on this week's episode. So, Jane. Where should I start with Jane? She first hit the Billboard charts early this year, 2017, with a song called Come, and it sounds like this. So yeah, that one's extremely catchy. You just hear it once and gets in there. It uh, sticks in your head. It cracked Billboard's adult alternative chart. Getting a lot of play on AAA radio. Went top five on the French songs chart. So more about Jane. She's a 25-year-old singer-songwriter slash graphic artist. She grew up all over the world traveling because of her parents' job. She lived in the United Arab Emirates, in the Congo when she was younger. That influences her music a lot, as we'll talk about in this show. Jane lives in Paris now, but she came by Billboard's office in New York last week to discuss new music she's working on, album number two, talked about what the pop scene in France is like. I learned a ton about the culture she's been around her whole life. Gonna have to bear with me through this one. I'm kind of like the tourist trying to wrap my head around the things she's talking about. Um, So check out her music. It's the best. But first, here's my interview with Jane. Jane, welcome to Billboard. Hey, thank you for having me here. Absolutely. You got a little uh, little extended stay in New York, right? A few days? Uh, yeah, uh, I think over three days, yeah. Played Bowery Ballroom last night and Music Hall of Williamsburg coming up. Yeah, tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm very excited. And I uh, should point out for those listening, this is kind of like a live podcast because we're being filmed. <laughs> Not live, but the film, I think, is coming. You have some sort of film project? Well, yeah, we are filming all the U.S. tour and just to keep, you know, a memory and maybe add something in the far later. We don't know. What's been the best memory so far? Uh, in my life or? Oh, in, the, in, in the U.S. tour. Or you could say uh, like, maybe it is this U.S. Uh, tour. Well, I, I think it was just, you know, be back in the small venues and in little, you know, clubs. Uh, it's very good for me because in France I'm doing much bigger venues. So it's good to be back on the basic and to to feel really the audience and be close for, to them. Is playing bigger venues in France like a recent jump since come caught on? Uh, well, in France, yeah, it's much bigger, and now I play with musicians. I have four of them, and uh, now I'm back alone here, and that's that's quite funny because I, it's like I have two different shows, and I just, you know, do it. I try to do it good. Yeah, and for those listening, I was at the show last night at Bowery Ballroom. Jane is fantastic, moving a crowd. Thank you very Getting much. them to dance. You got You got the entire venue at one point to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> that is hard to do. Well, um, I never had problem with that uh, for the moment. Okay. Uh, so uh, uh, everybody always sit down, so I hope it will continue. <laughs> a lot of times it's like some people in the front will do it, but like everyone in the back or something up against the wall or in the bar is too cool to do that. And it's just some of the crowd participating, but you got everyone. Yeah, but I try to look them in the eyes, you know, <laughs> like, I see you. <laughs> you have to sit down. <laughs> so we're just talking about Come, your big single, which is an old song for you. Yeah. You wrote that back when you were, what, like 16? 16 years old. Today I'm 25. 
And uh, so I wrote it when I was uh, living in the Congo, in a town called Pointe Noire. And this was, I think, one of my first songs that I wrote ever. And uh, it's very funny that, uh, that today, you know, this, uh, this single helped me in France and now here. And that's, uh, that's good. Yeah, besides good, that must there must be a lot of feelings attached to that because like you're obviously like a very different person now than you were when yeah. you were 16, like we all are. So what is it like for you to have a song that you wrote when you were 16 and those lyrics? What is it like having so many people catch on to it now? Well, I, I thought about changing the, the lyrics when uh, before the, the album was out, and uh, but I thought to myself that no I, I I have to keep the lyrics because that's the teenager when I when I was 16 years old and I have to accept that and so every time that I sing it it's like I remember this teenager and it's uh, like a good memory for me are you still in touch with the boy in Africa you're seeing about missing no <laughs> <laughs> no we we, we get <laughs> So that so to for those listening to sort of give your your history the backstory of the song Come and how it got so big, this was like late 2015. You released it as the single that we hear now and it got big. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was first Come and first I had a, an EP with a Come and Makiba, and uh, and now yeah the, the album was out in uh, November last November I think uh, in France. And uh, yeah, it's been a great journey, and now it's uh, it's the beginning here in the U.S. and in England also. So I'm um, I'm very excited, and it's a new challenge for me. Yeah, it's like a a second coming in the album cycle yeah. of a whole new mm. continent, getting into it and doing the whole tour again. Yeah, it's like I I I just um, released another album, but uh, it's the same, and it's really very weird, but it's uh, it's uh, it's something that I I'm lucky to live so. I'm glad. Yeah, like I first heard about the song Come a few months back because we have these meetings where the Billboard writers meet with the charts department from the Billboard charts. And they were like, oh, yeah, this French singer Jane, her song Come is like starting to get onto this one chart. Like, oh, okay, like it was cool. like an adult alternative, like we call it AAA uh, yeah. chart mm. that it, like the song started to get onto. So it was just like you were like a bubbling up new artist here at the time where like the album had already been out a while. Cool. All right. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Reactions of actions, walking on the sky of my dreams. Come, come, my baby, come, we show you the world. Come, come, my baby, come, we call for your nightmares. Come, come, my baby, come, we love you forever. Come, come, my baby, come, we not let you go. Uh, two songs, yeah, exactly. And uh, one is called pa- Paris, pa- Paris, and the other is called Soldier. And uh, one is in acoustic, and the other is uh, very much like a deep uh, electro kind of stuff. And uh, in Paris, actually, I wrote it after the, the attacks. Um, and I really wanted to, because I'm from the southwest, and in the southwest of France, you're not supposed to love Paris, you know. And uh, I really wanted to to still say I love you to this city that I learned to love and and to make a song about peace and unity. Mm-hmm. And so it was very important for me to write a song after this. Yeah. I'll try to unpack what you said about the Southwest from an outsider who's not really familiar with like the social yeah. game of this. <laughs> so is, is it because 
like the south maybe like the southwest is less liberal than paris and no no it's just uh you know paris is the capital so uh um like uh i don't know how to explain but there's always like the, with the the football and the sport it's always you know very competitive okay so it's, it's like kind of a game no, no it's not very um like it's not real but it's kind of jokes about parisians and uh, and stuff like that okay like like how parisians would think they're so much cooler than them yeah, that they, exactly. they make fun of that okay exactly. okay mm. and the lyrics are like uh, part of the refrain was about like being up on someone's roof uh, yeah, because Paris roofs are beautiful, and uh, I think it's the most beautiful thing to see in Paris is all the the rooftops, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I I sing a song on on a roof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in the encore, you played a song that was about like it was like a love song. It was about someone being a soldier. I think was in the lyrics. <clears throat> yeah, actually, I, I wrote it after the well again uh, after the the killings in uh, the nightclub in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And I think the nightclub was called uh, The Pulse. And mm-hmm. I just, um, <clears throat> sorry, I just wanted to write a song about uh, every uh, lovers and how much love is important and we shouldn't be scared of love. So so it yeah. seems like big events that affect a lot of people often inspire you to write things. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the past year was very hard, for I think, for everybody. And I just you know couldn't help to write song about this past year because so much happened and so much uh, hard stuff happens and when you're not touring do you do you live in france now yeah okay and what part of france do you live in in paris okay okay <laughs> so you've so you've seen like you've seen well, a lot of the world and it seems like a couple different parts of france you're very familiar with living there yeah yeah i, I think i know what well, i'm not familiar with the i'm more familiar with the paris and the southwest mm-hmm. um i don't know really much about the north okay. <laughs> but uh no i i toured a lot this past year in france so i i did a lot of cities and it was it was good to you know to to see the country yeah is it at all out of the ordinary for a song in English language come becoming like a big hit there in France? Um, well, yeah, it was surprising because, you know, the, the radio have some, um, um, you know, um, like a, they, they, I don't know how we say, the quota. The, they have some quotas okay. you know, so uh, got... for French speaking and English speaking. And I'm competing with uh, Rihanna and Beyonce because I sing in English in the okay. radios. So it was hard at the beginning, but after after a while it went good. So. so so the bar would be maybe lower or easier to get on radio if you were singing in French. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, sure. I, and I've heard about like public stations in Canada or in Quebec having the same thing with English and French. Yeah. To have, yeah, both represented. But still, it worked, so that's cool. Yeah, was was there like a moment where you s- really realized, like, wow, this is catching on? Um, I think it was uh, like we have the um, the French Grammy called Les Victoires de la Musique, and uh, after the the I performed Come for the first time, uh, the song went number one, like for the album and for the single the night after, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I I felt the the change after this because all the venues were sold out and we were making much bigger venues than before and it was a yeah it was a great experience yeah and you go way back with when you lived in Africa with I guess just performing for people right yeah well in Africa I didn't perform um, like on stage or stuff uh, just in front of my mom and my friends (laughs) 
But uh, no, the first time that I've performed, it was in, uh, it was uh, just after I came back to Paris, I think. And it was in the little bar uh, and it was uh, very scary, but they were only my family still. <laughs> and I did a lot of like cl- little, little clubs in Paris and little bars and just to, you know, practice a little bit. Uh-huh. Because you're really good with working a crowd. Like we've been talking about, I'm like trying to figure like where maybe an experience where that came from. Well, I used to play alone in front of people, you know, eating their food. So okay, I mean, I I can stay focused even if, if people are talking or doing something else. I just keep my thing going on. Yeah, and you have your live band with you. It sounds like when you're touring in Europe, but on this tour right now in America, it's just you on stage. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I I toured in France uh, for more than one year alone. And um, the musicians are, are very recent. I only did like nine shows with them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm more used to uh, playing alone on stage than playing with musicians because I always played alone before. So it's good to, uh, yeah, it's good to, it's a challenge, you know, to, to have a crowd and to, to keep it. Yeah. Is there anything you can notice that's really different about playing into American venues? See those crowds? No, I don't think so. Maybe no people are dancing still, so that's cool. Hmm. That's that's all right for me. Are you into lots of American pop music? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm a huge fan of Rihanna and Beyonce and and Lady Gaga and stuff like that. And I heard today Kendrick Lamar uh, was releasing his album, so I can't wait to listen to it. I don't think I think he I think it didn't come out. People Yet. people thought it would. Ah, today no. I don't think it did. Does anyone All else right. in the... I'm pretty sure it didn't. Yeah. Oh, damn. All right. But yeah, it's, it's going to be released soon, you know? The 14th, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. So a week from today. All right. Perfect. <laughs> did you hear the new Harry Styles song? No. Do you like Harry Styles or One Direction at all? I don't know about One Direction. It's, uh, it's weird, but in France, they are not so well known huh. uh, compared to other countries. Uh, so uh, it's true. I, I I have to learn. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, because like they're from England. Yeah, but sometimes you know between yeah. England and France is very different. I know. I'm not trying stuff. to say it's the same. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. But sometimes it's weird because it's very close. But uh, we have like artists that we just didn't know about. So huh. I don't know why. Who who would you say is like? like the biggest in France who just is not very well known in America? Um, well, do you, you know about Stromae? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Familiar uh, but don't know the, like, it's not big here. Because, I mean, in Europe it's like huge. Okay. He's, uh, he's doing stadiums and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think... Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of the French artists who are really well-known here aren't, they're, like, they're, like, big, like, indie or alternative artists. There'd be, like, mm. M83, uh, yeah. Yell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, electro, yes. French Electro is, is quite good, and uh, it's uh, working good here. And uh, yeah, that's great to see, you know, the lines up of the, the festivals and to see uh, all those uh, DJ, French DJs. Yeah. Yeah, because that's also like, I guess you could say like David Guetta has been huge here. Mm. Has and now there's a new one out. called uh, Petit Bichuit. And he's doing a lot of festivals this year. And he's like, I don't know, he's like 17 years old and he's French. 
Mm-hmm. And he's doing big, uh, big venues here, so that's cool. Cool. Let's drop in some more music. All right. It's another one you played last night, Mr. Johnson. Talk a little bit about this one. It's about <coughs> it's Sorry. about kind of a guy who works in an office and needs to get his artistic side out. Is this inspired by someone, or is this sort of like a character? It's more about a, um, a character. You, you know, when I um, when I was uh, moving to Paris, I saw all these you know men with a, a beautiful suits going uh, going to work and with like a. A, a depressed face and okay. I just imagine themselves at parties and singing and just take them take the, the suit off and, and stuff so yeah I, I just the character that I create uh, that we can see in our everyday life yeah if you walk outside here we're in midtown Manhattan right by right by Grand Central for those listening and probably see a lot of depressed businessmen faces here too <laughs> there's a lot of Mr. Johnson's <laughs> Well, that's cool. It's universal. Mm-hmm. And what what made you pick pick that name, Mr. Johnson? I have no idea, actually. Uh, it sounded good when I when I used to sing it. So <laughs> <laughs> typical American sounding name. But that's cool. <laughs> Perfect. Another thing I want to talk about. I think you're really on top of your whole aesthetic. So I was wondering, like your your on stage look with like the the black dress with the white collar. Where did that come from? What what's your inspiration? Well, I, I really wanted to have a a costume, an, an outfit for for the stage to very separate myself from the everyday life to the the stage life, and it was very important to me to create this kind of um, identification and something that is very you know um, that is very con- con- contrasted with my own music that is very colorful and my dress is black and white and my um, and so it's very French and it's very contrasted and I, I just like to play with with this yeah so it's it's a, a division between yourself on stage yourself when you become Jane the singer and mm. just who you are now like yeah, wearing a denim uh, jacket yeah yeah no it's it's uh it's Jane and there's Jeanne and uh, Jeanne is my real name and Jane is the the person that mm-hmm. I become on stage and it's important to have this kind of uh, ritual before going on stage you know when I put my dress on I just have I'm very focused and I know this is the time to to become Jane and to get the crowd going yeah and with us, us also with your aesthetics the font Futura is very prominent in everything you do well, yeah, because I uh, when I'm um, when I moved back to Paris, I did an art school, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be a graphist at the time. And I during a long time I hesitated between doing music and arts. And uh, for me, it was very important to you know be a part of every decision on the image and the and the music videos and yeah to to really talk about artistic stuff in general. Like, 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 for example, what also really drew me to that album art because, like, I love Vampire Weekend, and mm-hmm. for their album covers, they've used the same font for theirs, and it looks so good. Ah, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Ah, you mean the front of the the cover? Yeah, yeah. All oh, right. And like uh, on your website. 
Yeah, well, actually, we tried a lot of different ones, and it was just the one that worked better, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to talk about the video for Come, too. So many illusions going on. What was it like doing that video? Well, it was great. Um, well, the idea in the beginning was the, the multiplication, you know, to have a lot of Janes playing together and to have this kind of illusions and visual games. And uh, this was the base. And then I met Greg and Leo. They are two video makers. And together we spoke and they came with a lot of tons of ideas. And uh, they really get my intention. And uh, so they, they just put, you know, a lot of references to Magritte and to André yeah. Breton. And that was so interesting and so artistic. And I think we shot the, um, the um, clip in like two days. So that was very fast. Yeah, Magritte is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about um about your graphic design like what what sort of work have you done? Um uh, in the in my own album? Yeah, or just or, just like in life cuz like I know you studied it like what kind of mediums do you work uh, in? What's... Well, it was um a kind of preparation, so we just use every kind of medias, you know. We uh, I love to work on computers, but there was also sculpture and paintings and uh, drawings and so uh, it was there, there was everything so it was very interesting for me to to know about a little about everything and uh, but the thing that I preferred was the to work on Photoshop mm-hmm. and uh, to you know create fake covers of albums and stuff like that okay so that was uh, that's why I was very exciting to to be part of mine and uh, that was f- very funny to do and uh, so that was cool so, like, creating fake covers for your music? Not for my music, for other music, just, uh, you know, just for fun. Have you actually done album art for other people yet? No, but uh, maybe one day I would like to do it. Yeah. So I hope. Yeah. <laughs> so do you still do, do a lot of, like, graphic design? Well, more... I have not so much time now, and that makes me very sad, but I hope one day I, I, I will be able to have some time for you know, be back to the base. Yeah, be multimedia artists mm. across the board. Yeah, <laughs> I miss that a little bit. <laughs> so we'll pick up this conversation in a sec. Going to drop in a little word from our sponsor. So I'll drop that in there. All right. Is there anything you think we haven't touched on yet with talking about graphic design, different kinds of artwork you've done? Because there's a lot of stuff to cover. <laughs> um, well, I think um, I think you yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. I think we're good. Yeah, so talk about the new music a little bit more because we touched on the two songs. Have you put more thought towards like the next album? Well, I wrote a lot of uh, demos already and uh, because I had time because you know the this first album I wrote it between my 16 years old and my 22. Today I'm 25, so I had time to write a lot of other music. And um just now we we're going to have some time to be in the studio and to record the new album. So I don't know uh, when exactly it's gonna be released, but uh, I'm very excited because I think there's songs that uh, are pretty cool, I hope. And uh, yeah, that's it. Have you made fake album artwork for it yet? Have you made what? Have you made album artwork for it yet? Not not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yes. Yeah, it must be interesting to be making music for the second album now that's all more recent because like the first album was just sort of like a greatest hits of uh, 10 years of your life yeah 
yeah, it feels very good and very good to be in, you know, uh, because this song that I wrote now just looks like me now. And some of the songs from this album are very old and I have a lot of other songs very old. So I don't know. I, I, I say to myself one day, if I have no more inspiration, I just can pick, you know, my old songs. <laughs> and that's it. So, but for the moment, I, I'm still writing. So that's cool. Do you have a lot of old songs like saved on your laptop or something? Oh yeah, I have a lot of them. So, but so I, I I never you know listen to them because it's uh, it's weird. <laughs> weird with like old lyrics. Well, it's old lyrics and it's very teenage you know time. So <laughs> uh-huh. I think I, I'm gonna have to rewrite some of them. Okay, but you did keep come the same way. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's, it was the first time and it was important for me to to start this album with this song, Come, because it's the first title of the of the album and uh, because it's what why it's all started. Yeah. Yeah, and what about just location? Because you've moved so much. You li- you've lived in um, United Arab Emirates, Congo, yeah. southwest of France. Yeah. Do you, do you see yourself staying in Paris for a while now? I don't know. It's been, you know, I'm, uh, I moved a lot this year, so I just, uh, when I'm back in Paris, I'm happy because it means that I can stay, you know, in my apartment a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. But I think uh, what's going on the next year is that I'm, uh, hopefully, I'm going to continue to tour and to, uh, yeah, make other songs. So, you know, I have not really uh, a real home, yeah. I would say. See, I've, I've never been to Paris. So, like, what what part of? Tell me about like the part of the city that you live in. Like, what is it? What is it called? What's it like? Uh, well, in, it's the south part of Paris. It's called um, Le Luxembourg. Uh, there is a big garden. It's very beautiful. It's just next to the Pantheon, where Victor Hugo is uh, buried. Buried? You say that? Yeah. No. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's uh, beautiful. It's very. There's a lot of stuff going on. You know. Hmm. Is is that the only like part of Paris that you lived in? Uh, almost, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I love this uh, this area. Mm-hmm. What about like what do you from what you've seen of New York so far? Do you have like a favorite part of New York City? Uh, not yet. I am not decided yet. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much uh, cool area here that you know I have to make a choice. Yeah. Are, are there cities in America that you've been to for the first time on this tour? Oh, there's a lot of them. Uh, well, there's Minneapolis, uh, Santa Ana. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Portland. Yeah. <laughs> you guys didn't go to Montana, did you? Yeah, we went oh, you, to Montana. Really, I thought that we, was a we, joke. We you went to Montana? Yeah, yeah, but we didn't play. It was during just to a travel day, you know. Oh, okay. And we stopped by uh, Big Sky, and it was the, the ski station. Yeah. You know? But we didn't get to ski, so. <laughs> I mean, most Americans have not been to Montana. There's barely any people who live in Montana. <laughs> really? <laughs> no offense to the Montana listeners to this podcast, but. But it's still, it's beautiful. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. Mm. I mean, there's a reason they call it Big Sky. <laughs> I mean, I've never been there. I can't say for sure, but... There's a big sky. Yeah, there is a big sky. 
I have. Is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? I think we covered a lot. Is there anything in the world of Jane we haven't touched on? I think it's been pretty good. Uh, thank you again for having me here. Yeah, for sure. Good luck with uh, Music Hall. Thank you very much. That's like where I'm from. So Ah, uh, really? Yeah, Williamsburg. Well, Brooklyn well, seems cool also. Not where I'm from. I live there. I grew up in New Jersey. But oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn's awesome. I, I feel like you'll like that place. I hope. You'll I like hope. Music Hall. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Cool. So much thanks to Jane for coming by, putting up with me and all my Americanness. I've never been to Paris, but when I do go, I really hope everyone's as nice to me as Jane just was. So, she told you about the two new songs she's been playing. She's at work on her second album. In the meantime, her debut is called Zanaka. It's out now on RCA Records in America. Come is on there. A whole lot of other really catchy songs, so go check it out if you haven't already. Also, some news from me. This is my last episode for a little while on Pop Shop because I'm actually launching a new podcast very soon, next week on Billboard. It's going to be all about alternative music, so alt-rock, alternative pop, alternative electronic music. Keep an eye on Billboard's podcast on iTunes for it. Also, to stay up on it, get the news as soon as it's out there, follow me on Twitter, at plane, or you can just search Chris, C-H-R-I-S-P-A-Y-N-E on Twitter. I'm the first name that comes up. That's where I'll be posting about the new podcast. I hope you're into it. I'm super excited, as you can tell. It's almost here. Anyway, as far as Pop Shop goes, Keith and Katie's episode will be here in a couple days, and they'll see you soon. Bye-bye, guys. Yeah.